Hi, you're listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, a life and success coach who specializes in helping working professionals and entrepreneurs overcome imposter syndrome. If you feel like you're not as smart, capable, or worthy as you actually are, and that someone is going to find you out, you've come to the right place. I use social and cognitive psychology, neuro-linguistic programming, and somatic healing to take my clients from imposter to empowered so they can go after the success that they want and feel worthy of it too. Let's dig in. Hey friends, welcome back to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. How much do we love? the new intro I went on to Fiverr and I got someone to make a song for me and I just love it I feel like it's a lot less kids boppy than my last intro music which I just got off audio jungle I think it was but yeah some big changes happening some big big changes and as you're listening to this tomorrow is when we reopen the doors for the worthy woman method and this is my signature group coaching program it is a lifetime access container and it is for coaches and service providers to overcome imposter syndrome and overcome the limiting beliefs and the mindset blocks that are stopping them from going after the success that they want and feeling worthy of that success and it's lifetime which is just I can't even tell you how many of my clients inside talk about the lifetime access but they just love that it is a container where they can come in and feel safe and supported and have all of their questions answered to be coached powerfully and to have that safety of a long-term container and if you want to know more about it and you're really interested or you've been thinking about working with me for a while this is definitely the place to be and even though technically doors reopen tomorrow I'm giving you first access to the sales page where you can read all about it and then book a sales call with me and talk to me directly and see if the worthy woman method is for you so you can go to the link in my show notes head to that sales page and you can check out the worthy woman method and I cannot wait to talk to you and if you have any questions too you can always send me an Instagram DM at your coach Jill and we can chat about it so today's episode I really wanted to talk about accomplishments because I think that there is a big part of my coaching around imposter syndrome is I often talk about paying attention to your accomplishments and a lot of people bypass this and I'll tell you why a lot of people bypass this for a number of neurological reasons and reasons that have to do with the brain and the way that the brain functions but a lot of people bypass it because they are not used to prioritizing joy. They are not used to prioritizing happiness and contentment. And this comes from a conversation that I had with one of my one-to-one clients. And her and I were talking about the fact that her need to grow and personally develop has always come from a survival place. It has always come from a place of I need to do this to survive. I need to hire this confidence coach or I'm literally gonna not be able to show up at all. I need to do this for my business to survive the next couple of months. And her desire to personally develop has always come from this survival place. And a lot of these things can be traced back to childhood in terms of needing to do things for survival because it is unsafe or not of value or purpose to prioritize joy or contentment or peace 
or calm or whatever place you're trying to get at. But it's so funny because she was saying how her ideal experience is on the beach with a pina colada. And that's because she feels like it would just be so calm there. But then she was saying how she knows that even if she got to the beach with the pina colada, she'd probably be stressing out about things. And I asked her, what is the feeling you're trying to locate when it comes to that experience? And she said, contentment. And isn't it so funny that we are always personally developing ourselves and doing the work on ourselves and working on our businesses to get to a place of joy and fulfillment and contentment and really enjoying our lives. But when we actually get there, we self-sabotage or we tell ourselves this isn't how I thought it was going to be or I'm still not content. I need more. I need more. This is a very survival instinct that your body is creating for you. This is a very never enough type of feeling that a lot of us have conditioned into our patterns and into our way of being and I just want you to know that there's nothing wrong with you if this has been your experience literally this is my life story in terms of always thinking that I was going to arrive at a destination remember that arrival fallacy where I always thought I was going to arrive somewhere whether that be a goal that I set for myself whether that be graduating from university like I would tell myself all through university I cannot wait to graduate because once I graduate I'll be able to relax but there was always something else that caused me to stress out I would need to look for a job in the summer that would stress me out and then when I actually got in the job I'd have to save up for my next year in school there was always me moving the goalposts and it's funny because when me and this one-on-one client were having this conversation she was really like well what's the value or like what's the purpose of enjoying myself or celebrating myself or whatever and what if joy was enough what if entertainment was enough what if having fun and like just feeling good was enough and you didn't have to deserve it it was just something that you were allowed to experience no matter what is happening in your life. Because the thing is, is your problems, there's always going to be a problem. There's always going to be something that you're working on, working towards, something that is going to come up for you. So why would you deprive yourself of enjoying the things that you enjoy? This is really simple, but even just taking a second to notice the small things in your life that do bring you joy each day. And this is where people are going to roll their eyes when I say to show gratitude. But when I have my coffee in the morning from my Nespresso machine, which I'm obsessed with, there's rose gold on it. So it was obviously fucking made for me. But when I have my Nespresso coffee, like it is a joyful part of my day and it costs me minimal money and it takes up a couple seconds of my day or a couple minutes of my day. I mean, it takes me a really long time to actually drink my coffee, like a really long time, but it's a little thing. It's a little thing that brings me joy. And when you compound joyful experiences over time or joyful moments, you end up having joyful days. You end up having a joyful life. And I really wanted to start the episode off this way. I mean, we're about eight minutes in, but I really wanted to start the episode off this way because we really forget why we're doing all of this. We forget why we're building our businesses. We forget why we're investing in ourselves and working towards the best versions of ourselves and doing the inner work 
And it is to feel that joy. It is to feel that contentment. It is to feel that peace within ourselves. It's to be fucking happy and enjoy ourselves and have the wealth and the abundance. And of course, you're always going to be working towards something and growing. And sometimes there are going to be some periods where the growth is difficult. But what if those two things could exist at the same time? What if instead of personally developing yourself out of survival, you were developing yourself out of self-actualization, just understanding yourself more, understanding the world around you more, figuring out what you enjoy and what you don't enjoy and leaning more towards what you do enjoy. Because isn't that all what life is? It's just experiences and moments. And I sound like I'm stoned right now, but I promise I'm not. (laughs) It just feels like a very simple truth, but also feels like it's something that people never figure out for their entire lives. Like, why are you working so hard? Why are you pushing to understand yourself even more? Why are you learning how to forgive yourself? It is all for the function of joy and contentment and peace and calm. And if you don't think that those things are valuable or if you don't think that those things are important or functional or deserve a purpose, well, of course, you're not going to be able to work towards that or actually achieve it. And this brings me back to the accomplishments piece in terms of overcoming imposter syndrome. So when I say like really sitting in your accomplishments, it's allowing yourself to feel that contentment and that joy and that pride for yourself, allowing yourself to feel that way. It was very interesting because when I was talking to the same client who I was talking about earlier and she was saying how celebrating her accomplishments feels like bragging. Because, okay, like what's the function of me telling people about it? And I said to let you celebrate them, to let them celebrate you, to sit in your joy. And she was like, what's the purpose of that? And it's funny because I think that there was a piece of the patriarchy and misogyny laden in there, right? In terms of women celebrating themselves. And we actually talked about how women can't be excited about things without people making fun of them. You know, how we get made fun of things like pumpkin spice lattes and shit like that, you know? Like, it's just you can't enjoy things or be excited about them or society has this way of making us feel like it's stupid or our joy is stupid, you know what I mean? So... It makes sense if you grew up with a very critical eye on you, if you grew up with potentially a masculine figure in your life or a very critical figure in your life who like your joy wasn't a function. It wasn't something that was purposeful and it was more so you needed to achieve and do things in order to really enjoy it. And your accomplishments are something that you did, but so many of us gloss over the actual celebration of those accomplishments or the just sitting in them and being proud of ourselves and letting ourselves feel that pride because we think it doesn't serve a function. But let me tell you, it absolutely does. When it comes to imposter syndrome, the imposter syndrome brain doesn't count past wins so you don't think to look back. Imposter syndrome wants you to constantly look to the future to make sure that you are safe in the future. Imposter syndrome is not able to help you look back and see all that you've accomplished because then you may be susceptible or vulnerable to fucking up in the future or for somebody outing you. It tells you that those past things aren't good enough 
and you only can base your worth or your accomplishments based on something that hasn't happened yet. So you need to protect yourself and look into the future and make sure that everything is okay for the future. But if we really look back and are able to look at those accomplishments, your brain is probably convincing you that it is all a fluke, that you just got lucky, that that just worked out for you. But when it comes to mistakes or things that you did wrong or things that you would consider a failure or what have you, your brain tells you that it's all you, that that was all you and you need to take full responsibility for it. And I just want you to notice your brain when it does that. Notice the fact that your brain is hardwired for you to take every mistake and every failure and every fuck up as this was completely your fault, there must be something wrong with you. But notice how it then turns it around when there is something good and it is so quick to discard it, tell you that it actually was a fluke or you just got lucky or that's only going to happen once in a blue moon or somebody helped you with that, whatever it is. And this is why when I tell my clients to keep an accomplishment journal, I tell them to not add rationalization to their accomplishment journal. So if you don't know what an accomplishment journal is, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a journal where you sit down at least once a day or once a week and you write down your wins, big wins, small wins, medium wins, whatever it is. You are the fucking Goldilocks of wins and you are writing down everything that was good or that happened that is something for you to celebrate and something for you to feel joyful around and the stipulation here is you're not rationalizing it you're not saying I achieved x but it was because of y it's just you get to enjoy the win as it is and as it came and again if we're bringing it back to the brain and why the brain wants you to really hyper fixate on the problems and the things that you did wrong is because that's how your brain was hardwired that is the biological response that kept us safe all those years ago when we were cavemen and we were trying to avoid the saber-toothed tiger it's the same concept now and this was explained so beautifully in the untethered soul the person who wrote it is michael singer and i have been rereading it because it was one of those books where i read it and i took it in but then i moved on really quickly and didn't take the time to really let the learning soak in so i'm rereading it again for the worthy woman method book club which is so fucking good and the book itself is so good as well but he talks about how we're not in physical danger anymore and he says we now experience the daily need to defend our self-concept instead of our bodies. Our major struggles end up being with our own inner fears, insecurities, and destructive behavior patterns and not with outside forces. So we are so used to defending ourselves, but now from a survival standpoint, we don't need to defend our physical bodies from the saber-toothed tiger. We need to defend our self-concept and how we view ourselves and what we think about ourselves and to keep our emotions safe. We want to avoid pain, avoid risk, avoid things that could potentially cause us emotional discomfort or send us into a negative thought tailspin. You know what I mean? So we do that with the same brain that was trying to protect our physical selves from the saber-toothed tiger. We do that with the same brain 
And that is why your lack of focus on accomplishments rather and the focus on all the things that could go wrong and the things that are bad is so natural to you because that's just the way that your brain was wired. But now you have the awareness, the conscious and the subconscious awareness for you to step back and be like, this is just my brain trying to make me focus on all the things that I fucked up and how instead can I forgive myself for all of those things and at the same time celebrate myself and sit in that joy and contentment for all the things that I have created because the brain doesn't know the difference between the past the present and the future it doesn't know the difference so if you are focusing on all of your past faults and mistakes your brain is going to bring that into the current moment But if we're going to look in the past, can we please look back into the past for the things that we've done right? And if we're going to look at mistakes, if you are so hell-bent on looking at those mistakes, can we look at what you can glean from the mistake? In the Worthy Woman Method, we have the rejection template. And this is something that I created in the beginning of my coaching journey. And it is something that I have brought into every single coaching container because it is just so good. And it is to help you process the emotions of a rejection or a failure and then help you glean the lesson from it. Because that is the function of a mistake or a failure is so you can just learn from it and move forward and to not make the same mistake again. But without all the shame and the fear and the guilt, we don't need that stuff. We need to move forward and become the best versions of ourselves and holding on to that that guilt and shame and fear is an egoic function and it's not actually serving you your brain just thinks it is because it's trying to keep you safe so like I was saying the brain doesn't know the difference between the past the present and the future it just knows what's happening right now so if you are thinking about the past and you're thinking about all the things that you should be proud of and all the amazing things that you've done your brain is going to realize that we can celebrate these things I actually am good enough and I actually am capable of doing everything that I want to do and again all of your accomplishments count and I think that we need to pay attention to where our lizard brain that biological part of our brain is really just swooping in and taking over and we can instead use our conscious and our subconscious awareness to bring it back to okay I know that this is just my lizard brain acting a fool acting up And how can I instead look at my accomplishments and see them for what they are and let that propel me forward and actually what is of my highest good. We talk about this a lot in the worthy woman method in terms of your worthy woman identity, your worthy version of you, the highest version of you is your worthy woman version of you. And it's such an easy concept for us to be like, well, what would your highest self do? But really ask yourself, Is it of your highest self's intention for you to sit in guilt and shame and fear? Or is it actually better for you to take pride in your accomplishments and for you to take credit for the things that you've created and help that create a future that you want? Because remember, talking about the beginning of this episode, we want to feel that joy and contentment. That is what we are working towards. We need to let ourselves feel that. We need to let ourselves feel that, let ourselves relish in that and not 
make ourselves feel bad for enjoying ourselves and being content and being at peace. You can still grow and still evolve and still change while still being a person who is happy and still feeling joyful and still feeling gratitude for the small things. And that's the episode for today. I kind of was on a soapbox for a lot of that episode, but I want you to know that this is all the stuff that we do inside of the Worthy Woman Method. We focus on creating that contentment in your life. We focus on helping you feel safe and secure in your body so you can sell from an empowered place, run your business from that highest version of yourself and do the inner child work, do the subconscious work, do the healing work that you know is necessary to get you to that next level while also at the same time celebrating your accomplishments and really allowing yourself to be in a community of other people who are going through the same shit as you and who are there to support you through having an online business because it's hard out there and it's a lot harder when you don't have that support and when you feel lonely and the worthy woman method is the place to be so you can go to the link in my show notes again we reopen the doors officially tomorrow but I am giving you first dibs access to the sales page and you can book a sales call with me and we can see if the worthy woman method is for you again this is my lifetime group coaching container for coaches and service providers to overcome imposter syndrome mindset blocks and limiting beliefs so they can feel safe in their business and in their body and go after the success that they want and feel worthy of it too. I love you guys. Talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. Head to the show notes to find out how you can take this work deeper with me in one-to-one coaching or in my lifetime group coaching program, The Worthy Woman Method. In the show notes, you'll also find a free three-day challenge to start the process of overcoming your inner imposter. And once you're done with that, screenshot this episode and share it on Instagram, tagging me at your coach Jill so we can connect. See you next time.